from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. small walk to Pluto. You are not the only one. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am here with my lovely guest, Miss Emily Glazner from Houston, Texas. Or close enough. She's going to correct me in a minute. 
She's from Texas. She came all the way to Atlanta just to see the Mosh Pit Studios. And that's the way I'm going to spend that because that's what I do. Miss Emily, how are you? Why are you actually here? Um, I'm actually here uh, because I could not stop, you know, if I was uh, driving through the country. Uh, uh, but the, the the reason that I am in this part of the country is uh, my son is uh, in the Navy, and he's deployed and he's somewhere right around Africa. And he called me with one of his, you know, phone calls that they're very rare. And he mm. said, will you please go get my car? Nice. <laughs> and I was right. like, yeah. And last year, I'd actually uh, brought him the the car. It's a Jeep. It's a it's a six speed. And oops, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Parents, you know, we still have them. Um, it's a six speed, and uh, not anybody that I know besides myself can drive one, which is funny, because in other countries, it's very, very, very normal to drive a, what we would call drive stick. You know, drive yeah. a standard and. Um, so many people like um, I'm going to actually use it to teach a few of my friends back home how to drive, you know, a manual. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I'm here. I stayed with my brother who's most recently moved. Uh, my brother, my beautiful sister-in-law and uh, little niece. And uh, we had a great time staying with them. And they just moved here. So it just like coincided so great. And then I was like, I before I came out, I was like, hey, I know I'm going to be in this area. How hard would it be for me to get here? And you're like, not hard. Not hard. <laughs> as long as you follow Siri. Yeah, there you go. How bad was the drive? Where'd you come? Flowery Branch uh, area? Yeah, and actually it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. No, what was bad was to get here in the sense of this area, I had to uh, take a flight, and we took a certain flight. I'm not going to say who, because we took this one flight that was not super <laughs> expensive, but I wanted to take my son because it, anything that I can do with any of my children one-on-one, I try to as much as I can. So mm-hmm. he's gone to California with me. We've done a whole bunch of other fun things. So this is what we did. We flew this particular flight all the way to Denver. What That's where our layover was. We're trying to get to Virginia, and our layover was in Denver. So, yeah, it's like a weird Pac-Man. <laughs> so we're in the weird Pac-Man area, right? We're over in Denver, and we have a seven-and-a-half-hour layover. And thank God for audiobooks. Like, I love Audible, just setting that out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we crashed, like, on the ground, you know, right for where the, the gate was. Then we get on the plane, tired as tired can be, because who sleeps on the ground? Well, no one. Um, and he falls asleep. And then all of a sudden we hear very loudly from the pilot, um, there's a problem with the valve and one of the rods in uh, the right engine. And everybody's face goes, well, when are we going to get off, you know? And so, so we're going to have maintenance out, and we'll tell you in 25 minutes whether we're, they're going to be able to fix it or we stay on the plane. And you can see from everybody's face, no one is going to be staying on that plane. Right. <laughs> so 25 minutes later, I jab him and say, hey, we're getting off the plane. And he's like, oh, we're already in Virginia. <laughs> I was like, nobody. And in that moment, my son calls me, you know, are you getting the car? <laughs> You know, he all the way, you know, off of uh, the aircraft carrier calls me. And I'm like, no, look, we're on our way. You know, I'm trying to talk to you all at the same time. And we get onto another plane. We finally get onto the other plane. And as we're coming in for the landing, because we were two hours off, you know, yeah. we fly straight into Ian. Oh. Ian. We fly straight into Ian. So the last 20 minutes, you're <laughs> and he falls asleep. Thank God. <laughs> Because I love roller coasters, but this is like being on a 25-minute roller coaster. And you know that feeling when you know that you are going to be sick and there is nothing that you can do about it? Mm-hmm. I'm like two seconds from being sick by the time we land, right? And you have that sweat bead across your forehead. And I had just been talking with a, the lady next to me. Her name was Shannon. She's so sweet. And we were just saying how we've never seen anybody use that bag before. It was about to happen. <laughs> so... We landed, and from the back to the front, you hear, (laughs) I've never been on a plane where there's an eruption of applause that we landed and survived. People got off that plane so fast. 
It was I insane. I can imagine talking about something. All right, I said all my prayers that I need to say yeah. for today <laughs> on this one 25-minute flight. Uh, oh, well, it was it was like a, what? A f- or the four last or five, 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was so crazy. And I love to fly. Like when I'm flying back from England, you'll hit, you know, turbulence, mm-hmm. and it's fine, you know. But that I, I thought, oh, yeah, I could do turbulence. No. Well, there's a difference in turbulence and a freaking hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think everybody on the plane forgot, oh, yeah, we're flying into a hurricane. <laughs> it's like, oh, hmm, this could be trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, that is awesome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you made it through the hurricane and the crazy flights. Yes. And now you're here. I am here. studio. Yes. Which is awesome. It is. It is really. We took pictures and everything. We're going to put it on the social media because that's what we do. But I love it. And I love your pirate flag. Thank you. And all I can think of when I see your pirate flag is uh, I love uh, the, the Treasure Island, that really long one. It's like three hours long. And uh, <laughs> it's a bloody doctor. My kids just laughed just now who were listening to that because they know what it's from. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's all I can think. It's a bloody doctor. It's actually funny. That is actually there not just as because it's a cool pirate flag, but it's there to hide all that horrible wiring up there that exposed ceiling has to offer. But I think it does it in such a wonderful way. It does. And if I never mentioned it, you'd never know. No. Well, if I lean back. You got to lean way back. <laughs> <laughs> you got to lean way back. Who does just that? Just a little bit. Just if I just, just, there I can see it. There you go. Now, now with that being said, mm. with that being said, all you bands who complain that I'm so far away, she came from Houston. She came from Texas <laughs> to see me. That's right. She also drove from Flowerty Branch, which is not that far. It's about um hour. hour forty five minutes. Yeah. There you go. See. Yeah. And hour forty five minutes is for me, like when you said it's gonna be about maybe two hours, hour and four or five minutes. I'm like, Yeah, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. On a regular basis, at least twice a month, I drive from one side of Houston to the other side of Houston. Plus. And we call that, you know, Houston is an hour away from Houston. And if you don't believe me, Go and try it. It absolutely is an hour away from Houston. Atlanta's the same way. Is it? Yeah. Because I, I love it because people look at you, what do you mean you drive? Like, when I was in England and I didn't mind, you know, I'll start down all the way. I was all the way in Torquay. And they're like, well, you're going to have to take a train to get this, to do that, you know. And I was like, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah. You know, travel is no problem. I even did an interview while I was on the coach, like the bus oh, from you. London up to the new ca- to Newcastle, and uh, it was so funny. I looked so disheveled, but I was like, you know, this is it. It's like my passport picture yeah. is the worst picture you'd ever seen in the world, <laughs> and people make fun of me for it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. When I get off the plane for like ten to fourteen hours, this is what I'm gonna look like anyway. Mm-hmm. I said that to one of the people going through the gate, and they're like, "You're a genius. That's smart." Yeah, exactly. Why do I get dolled up for this? Why would I get dolled up? Because I ain't going to look like that. No makeup. Looking at you like I don't even want to be here, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's me because what I do for work is I'm an ATM tech. Mm -hmm. And up until last three months, I've been the tech for pretty much Georgia. So at any given moment, I could have to get my stuff together and drive to Savannah, which is about five hours. Drive to the other side of Alabama, which is about five hours. Drive to Knoxville, Tennessee, which is about five hours. Drive to the other side of South Carolina, also five hours. So when I'm like, oh, that's only two hours away? Yeah, what am I going to do like- with myself? I can't even listen to a full <laughs> chapter of my book. <laughs> I love that you said that because I'm listening to uh, the Bruce Springsteen book. It's so good. Conditions apply. Time to get loose.
Oh, it's so good. Like, and I'm a huge, and I don't know if this Batman plug, I love Audible. Audible yes. is the bestest thing ever. And the two things that I'm going to listen to are going to be comedy and music. There you go. And that's about it. And, and then it, I think the only other thing I listened to besides that that I really enjoyed, mm -hmm. which was like kind of science-y or whatever, was um, Sapiens. That's yeah, yeah. wonderful. If, if you're listening and you have not read that, read it. Because like, there's a whole like homo sapien, like, there was like, I think there was like the, yeah, the Neanderthals, the Homo sapiens, and then something called like Disobedient. I didn't even know that thing existed. Wow. Was yeah. that like our missing link thing? Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I just finished Stephen King's fairy tale because oh, I'm a huge yeah. King fan. I am. So a, very, a lot of friends are as well. It's funny. So good. So good. I see you're smiling. That's so you're good. like horror, like my child. Yes. He loves horror as yes. well. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, it just, you know, I, I like my drives. I like my alone time where I can listen to my books, listen to my music, not have anybody going, can we stop? I got to pee. I don't. He doesn't necessarily do that. <laughs> He's like, can we listen to something else? No, yeah, there you go. No, no, the you radio's have earphones. broke. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I will say, my car, my rules. All right, just letting you know. Yeah. So when he gets are. older, his car, his rules. Yes, which it, I live by. Like, my mother will listen to this, this horrible, horrible, ugh, Drivel of no, but I have to listen to it. I just sit there, and yeah, it's her car, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to do that. I used to have that bad habit where as soon as I got in the car, I just hit the button for 96 Rock. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? 96 Rock, I don't care what you're listening to. <laughs> I hear some rock and roll. <laughs> gotta hear some rock and roll, yes. So let's get back to what you have coming up. So you've got the Christmas, I've got my Christmas song, uh, Merry Christmas, a Happy One Too, uh, and I'm super excited about that how that song came to be, what it means to me. Um, it, it's, it, and it, yes, I know it's mine. It sounds really good. It sounds festively, and it's like, da, da, da. like, my dream, I'm going to be in Kohl's one day, and I'm going to be buying my kids clothes for school, and be like, that's me, in my best Dick Solomon voice. So this song is supposed to replace Mariah Carey's terrible... Uh, n no, I can't say that because I have a really good friend, and she loves that song. Uh, uh, you know, so I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I wrote a song that is festive, but it it is what we all go through. Whether you are a Christian, whether you're not, whether everybody experiences Christmas. Everyone, mm -hmm. you cannot say that we don't. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, um, yes, Christmas is very inclusive. And I wrote it to be, <laughs> I'm sorry, I wrote it to be inclusive, and I wrote it to be about what everybody experiences, you know, I'm like, there is there is somebody ringing a bell as soon as you walk out of Walmart, as soon as you walk out of the town square, anywhere there's going to be, you're going to see that, and um, you're going to see lights all over the houses, and, and I'm sure that you know this, being in the South, there is a thing in Sunday school where there are children who uh, put a lot of gifts into a shoebox, and they mail it off, you know, to, to, to children who don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And so I put that in there in my experiences. And my idea is we're not that different than people in Germany, than people in England, than people in, you know, um, South Asia. We're not. We're, we're, we're all the same. We all feel the same way. And everybody can recognize Christmas. So... I decided to sing a song that has Christmas saying in about four different languages, and then I say Merry Christmas, and what do our friends, you know, over in the UK, they say a Happy Christmas. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas, a happy one too. 
There you go. I love that. Yeah, I love right. that. Yeah. What is your release I love it. date? It's actually been released okay, because nice. uh, my publishers wanted to get right on it. But I wrote that song. Um, if anybody follows me or knows anything about me, um, my child is playing with a box and being quite loud. <laughs> it's all he's, part of the experience. It is. It's he's all. 13, and I want to be like, could got to do a five-year-old thing. All right. It's all right. We got that. But uh, if, any, if you know anything about me, if you follow me, um, you will know that I am a huge Eddie Azard fan. I always have been. <laughs> My children are as well. And I like the Make Humanity Great Again Fund. It's all about, you know, that it, the idea of, you know, making the world good. And I think it's wonderful. And I have rooted for Eddie as she ran through um, countries and the UK and uh, South Africa and this last time most recently on a treadmill. And I just like, I think it's amazing, wonderful thing. And, uh, you know, uh, the idea, she can do things like um, uh, have uh, different languages, you know, do comedy in different languages and reach people in the, around the world like that. So I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking at this. I've already got the tune in my head and I see this, you know, the Make Humanity Great Again thing. And I'm like, oh, well, I can at least sing Merry Christmas in other languages. So that's that's what I did. And I thought, if I write my own Christmas song, if I want to use it for charity, I can. Yeah. If I want to do this or that with it, I can. If I want to say, a, you know, a, a movie to use it, this kind of thing. Yeah, instead of recording somebody else's song. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I'm really, really pleased with it. But it's always kind of fun to say this is where it was inspired from. And I wrote it 2020 of Thanksgiving Day. Awesome. Yeah, left the kids at grandma's house and was like driving home and the, the first line is snow must be falling somewhere and i literally said that out loud snow must be falling somewhere because it was hot because we live in texas it doesn't snow over there does it well it, it did in 2021 one. That was and we almost year, died <laughs> yeah, no, it was like was february <laughs> people went off to dinner for 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 valentine's and then you know they did get out of you, their apartments and their homes a good week after that, you know, like I lost every bit of the food in my in my house. Thank goodness, I had sent my kids off to separate grandparents, you know, and they didn't lose power, but I lost power, and I'm just sitting there watching the Alone Show, all huddled up under three layers of clothes, four blankets, and I'm not kidding, it's forty something degrees in my apartment, which is not good. <laughs> it's snowing outside. But I'm like, I've got my, you know, little uh, chips and I'm watching. I can't believe they're so cold out there. They got no food, <laughs> you know, watching alone. <laughs> you know that show, right? Yep. Which is so great. Yep. You kind of felt like I'm living it with you with my chips. <laughs> it sucks for y'all. Crunch, crunch. Yeah. But I was freezing. I was so cold at times if I could walk through my apartment and like you'd see the air and, you know, you're like, oh, I, that's really cold. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely not good. Hey, don't feel bad because... Because as far apart as we are, we have the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. When it snowed in Atlanta, mm -hmm. it shut us down for like two months. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you remember the bad one in like 20, was it 2012? Yeah. Where we got all that. New York was like, we're not kidding, guys. It's going to be bad. And us Atlantans were like, yeah, right. I do remember that. I, I lived up in, um, I lived up in, Sorry. I lived up in Illinois at the time. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was his first experience for real snow as well. I've got the greatest pictures of him. He's three at the time, and he's going, yeah, you know, and got, having a great time. And my favorite thing is, though, is, like, if you're never around snow, prepared that it's going to be cold and wet, and you're going to say, yeah, dumb, that's stupid. No. In movies, when people get up out of snow, there's never, like, this wetness about them. It's, like, right. all comfortable. No, it's exactly. it's not all that great. No, it's, it's not. really not all that great. No, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I hate snow. I've grown to hate snow. Failure to conform. Horseshoes and hand grenades.
So you just got back from England. I did. UK, London, whereabouts? Where did you go? What did you do? How so, fun was it? It's always a blast. I <laughs> love England. England is like going home in a way, and I don't know why, but it just is. Um, a few years ago, there is a festival up in uh, North Shields and South Shields. And uh, it's called uh, the Crossing the Tyne Festival. And I was invited to play it. And they were like, but you've got to pay your own way and come out. And I'm just thinking, yeah, this is the thing. This is, everybody told me in my whole entire life, I'm never going to play a gig in England. Watch. Watch me. So I went last year. And I loved it. I had the best time. I, you know, I landed in London. And I, and I went up to, to Newcastle and then farther up into the North Shields and everything. But what was so wonderful about it was... Um, I did it all by myself. Like, I did it by myself. And people look at me like, you traveled to a different country by yourself? And I'm like, well, honey, the truth is I'm safer right where I am right now by myself than I would be walking through some streets in Houston, you know? So, um, yeah, it's a (laughs) – that's just how I felt about it. And I I have a lot of confidence in myself. I know not to walk down an alley. Like, I know not to walk down an alley. So um, that I went and I had a great time and I played five shows in eight days. I even have one where I walked in. I was in Morpeth and uh, there was this cat and he was playing. And he was so so good and I loved it. And he was playing all these great songs that you could you know. And it was his first gig back since the lockdown. He was his name is Andy. They called him Our Andy. Like the whole place loved him. Oh, nice. And so the the girl Carol that I was with they, for um, the the band uh, Specky Colt. I was hanging out with them. And we'd walked all the way there. <laughs> and uh, she she runs up to the, the little area of the stage thing, and she says, oh, you know, this American wants to play. And I was like, I didn't want to play. <laughs> like, I have my Guinness. I have my life. I'm, I'm having a great time. And so, of course, yeah, I got dragged up in there. And then I broke out in, you know, Solomon Burke's, you know, uh, I, I I had to because I figured to myself, who else is going to be playing that, you know? <laughs> when young baby... And I did that, and everybody turns around like, oh, we like her immediately. And long story short, uh, I played like half that gig with him. He got paid all the money, but I got paid in Guinness, which if you know me, I'm on the low-carb diet right now, but when I'm not, hey, girl, hey, that is my drink. The other funny thing about that is they said, um, oh, you know, do you want do you want a shot of something, you know? Yeah. And after you've had a couple of Guinness and you're standing up there with somebody else's guitar and you're trying to play every song that everybody wants to listen to, I can't think. And I'm from Texas, and what do we drink for a shot in Texas? We drink tequila. So I'm like, well, how about tequila? And the look on the face of, you know, the pub, uh, the lady in the pub, she's like, tequila. And I don't even know. So they pull out some bottle of tequila, and almost everybody in that little area of the pub has a shot of tequila. And we're like, to Texas! (laughs) We shut that place down. I played acoustic, and, you know, after everybody was supposed to go home, since it was like the first time back, it was so different for us than it was for them. So it was really magical. And we played Fleetwood Mac, and we played Elton John, and I played, you know, Bruce Springsteen, and I just played everything I could think of and had a great time. And... Yeah, that that was just, and that was just a, I just walked into it. Other gigs, you know, had been set up for me, which were really wonderful. Yeah. And I just love England. And then on the way back, I got a message from a person that I knew personally. And I, I knew them uh, because I had met them in 2000, uh, 2008. And one of my best friends, uh, she had this uh, this house that had, a, like, this is, a you know, um an island, and I was sitting right across from them, and they were like, oh, you know, we're from England. And I was like, oh, yeah, whereabouts? So we're like, we're not from London. They said, we're from Swindon, okay? And I said, hello, Swindon. I am here. And they just died. That's an Eddie is our quote, by the way. And they just died laughing. They're like, oh, you know there's another place in London. And that uh, uh, set up a friendship that I've had just since 2008. I've, I, last time I was in England, which about two months ago, I stayed with their family. Oh, that's they awesome. drove me to the gig that I had in Swindon. By the way, I do love Swindon. And I'll tell you another reason I love Swindon. When I was leaving the next day, um, and I like I travel by myself, so I've got my guitar on my shoulders, and I get onto a train, and there is this wonderful set of women. There's four women, and they're just being jovial and having a good time. And uh, I know there's uh, there are Martine, Kaya, 
and, and Debbie, and forgive me, I do not remember Debbie's sister's name. I am so sorry. But, you know, and, and I'm just sitting, that's their names. I'm sitting there, and when we get off, and I noticed how happy they were. And we were, were exchanging glances of, hi, you know. And they're like, oh, you have a guitar. And I said, well, I have a gig that I'm playing in Torquay. And they're like, we are going. Cassidy Paris, Danger. <laughs> Goodness, and I say that because every train from Swindon canceled every single one. So I, I was like, can 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 I can this little American please follow you around for the rest of the day? And they're like, yeah. And they took care of me. We uh, swapped stories. Uh, one of the reasons that they were having this this trip that they were going to because um, Devon's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Torquay is absolutely stunning. The water is amazing. It was I've been there before. And uh, the reason we were they were going is they had had some tragedies in their lives. Of course, you know, you know, last couple of years. But one in particular, I believe it was Martine. Uh, she, her, her partner. He had been uh, diagnosed with uh, lung cancer, and then died like weeks later. It, you know, before he could get the rest of all of his. And she just came home, and he was gone. And I looked at her, and she looked up at me like, "Why are you looking at?" So my husband died of lung cancer eight and a half years ago. So I am on a train with this woman who's helping me get to where I need to go, and we have this amazing connection. So when we get, uh, when I get there, and I'm playing at this place called Malloy's uh, in, in Torquay, 
that uh, uh, my manager, uh, Chris Gregory, had set up for me. And I'm loving it. And I'm having a great time. There's no microphone stand. Like, things had just, everything got wrong. I taped a microphone to a monitor stand. You know why? Because you just figure it out. Yeah. I went to the co-op next door. I was like, do you have any gaffeter tape or, like, any, anything? You know, and so I'll just get it all done. And by the end, like, I think, I'll show you a picture of it. By the end, they come walking into my gig. They found out where my gig was. They took an Uber for 35 minutes away to come see the end of it. It was amazing, and they were wonderful. And I dedicated the song I wrote, Circle, to them because they were living it. They were doing all these other things. Mm -hmm. you got to cross the bridge. you got to run the last mile. you got to wear your smile like it's armor. Right. So um, it was... uh, it, it 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 was such a great trip, and then I jumped up to to London. Uh, from there, I had a gig and it got canceled, but I still was gonna go hang out in London. So I went and I met up with my friend Rachel, and we had a blast. And I also met up with my friend Lynn, and we had a nice drink together. But Rachel and I, we stormed the town, like we went everywhere. We we even got to the comedy store, and I got to see the comedy store players on Sunday, and I got to meet Richard Ranch. And I see, I'm all excited now, but I was like super cool. Like I am not gonna like freak out. Like this is so awesome. <laughs> Taking a picture after we left, I was like, she is so wonderful. Rachel was so great, and I'm so. We even we we rode we rode bicycles in Hyde Park. Like she hadn't done that. I was like, yeah, we're gonna rent a bike. So. I rented us two bikes, and we drove through Hyde Park, and she had an accident, and I picked her up, and then we stopped riding for a while, and then uh, we just, uh, we walked all over London, we had such a great time. We did it in uh, Converse, we were both walking around in our Converse, I've got really great pictures, I had amazing time, we went to so many different fun things in that short amount of time, yeah. and so, yeah, um, and then I took the bus slash coach up to... Um, up to Newcastle. And I've been all different kinds of places. And the three times that I've been to England in the last uh, year, uh, one of my favorite places, I went down to I went down to Bexhill on the Sea. That was amazing. You know, I went to Swindon. I went to, uh, I've been to Morpeth. I've been to Whitley Bay, North Shields, South Shields. Um, I wanted to go to Manchester, so now that's the next thing. I'm going to try to go to Manchester. There's a lot of places I want to go. I wanted to get into Wales. If you're listening, I want to get into Wales and Scotland and Ireland. I was supposed to go to um, uh, the Fringe. I was supposed Mm. to go, you know, just to pop in and see it, but my guitar broke. Oh, no. So the day that I was going to be able to, you know, catch a train and or bus up to Scotland and to Edinburgh, my, my guitar broke and I had to walk around. But there was this great guy named Alex Kirkley. Yeah. And uh, he fixed my guitar and uh, in, in North Shields. And I took a bus there, got out. I was walking out. And there's this picture. I think it's my profile picture. As I was walking down and I took this profile picture, I had the lady who helps put together this particular charity. She messaged me after I got back. And she's like, can I call you? Her name is Leslie. I was like, absolutely. Because she's calling from Malaysia. And uh, she wanted to know where I was. Mm-hmm. It turns out I was in Billy Mill Avenue, like Billy Mill Road, and that's where her ancestors were from. Emily Glazener, Merry Christmas, a happy one too. Snow must be falling somewhere, and here come sung out in the great open air. Happy Christmas, a happy one too. Right flying high behind you Salvation Army bells ring in town square The man with the big gray coat says Have you got any change to spare? Merry Christmas Happy one Children with donation boxes. Filled. 
reach out to those far away and the little ones right to the big bad man that was riding on his sleigh. Merry Christmas, happy one too. Please now be there me and you. We just got back from her doing an acoustic set, which will be on this episode. Woohoo! And yeah, I have I'm absolutely excited. enjoyed having you here. I have enjoyed I it so much. I had a great time. And now you've brought in cool ideas that we're going to start doing. Oh, yeah. And I am full of cool ideas. Hopefully you'll be back. Oh, I will be back because, uh, like I said, my, my son lives in Virginia when he's not on the boat. And uh, uh, my... Uh, my my brother and my beautiful, stunningly amazing, awesome sister-in-law. I say that because like there are people that you look up to in your life, and, and she's younger than me, but I absolutely look up to her. She she's and I can tell you one of the reasons she's so so great is yes she um, raises my niece and she's <laughs> puts up with my brother. That's my little brother, y'all. So that's a feat. But she's also a surrogate, and she's just wonderful. So cherish, I love you very much. That is awesome. That is awesome. I love it. Love, I love people who love other people enough to do things like that. No, she's wonderful. It's she's, amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So. Now, you're leaving here. Mm-hmm. You're headed back to Texas. Mm-hmm. Do you have any stops on your way home? Well, uh, if it... If it uh, I'm trying to get him to school at least by, by Tuesday. I'm not sure if I'm going to be successful in this. But I'm trying. And uh, so one of the things we may do, is if we could stop in Mississippi, I'm actually from Mississippi. Oh, okay. And I mentioned the fact that we stop in Mississippi. And uh, now growing up, like everybody's got a grandmother that they're very close to. I was close to my Aunt Linda. And so my boy's like, Aunt Linda? Like Aunt Linda? I was like, yeah. Like like the, the Aunt Linda? Like the, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, yet you know, that's, that's how we feel about family. There are certain people in your life that are just, yeah, great, you know? And uh, getting to share... My aunt and uncle, I have an uncle author, and, and Aunt Alexis and Uncle Fred as well. They all live in Natchez, but when it comes to Aunt Linda, my kids are like, boom. Yeah. There you go. She is the end all. There you go. Got to have a favorite. Always got to have a favorite. Well, you know, my Aunt Alexis <laughs> and my Aunt Linda, they're, they're, they're just amazing women. I mean, amazing women. Yeah, so. That is awesome. That is awesome. Miss Emily, again, thank you so much for coming and hanging out. Yes, I love that. Um, do you have goals for the next 12 months? Give me your I top do. three. My top three. Uh, I like. To, I want to play in Canada. I have some friends in Canada. If you have ever heard uh, Strange Valentines, they're an amazing band. Look them up. Find them. They're wonderful. I'll send them to you. Very cool. Great, cool band. I played with them when I was in England. Uh, I'd like to go back to England. I want to play in Wales. You know, I want to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get up into Scotland next time I go. But I want to play in Wales. I don't know why it's so hard for me to get in, but I'm going to get in. I want to play in Wales. So if you, if you have any ties to be able to get this little country girl in there, I would love to. And also, even though I sound country, I normally just play rock and roll. But, yeah, I can do it all. Um, and uh, I, I want to play in Canada, and I'd like to get into Wales. <laughs> and I'd like to, in 2024, if not before, uh, play at least seven shows in Europe. Okay. You know? Okay. I love the idea of being a world traveler. I think that you become a better person when you see the differences and the likenesses of everyone around us. Yeah. You know, that whole cliche, we all bleed red. We do all bleed red, mm-hmm. you know, so, and I love it. And I can speak very, very little French. So I've <laughs> got to get in for my very, very little French that I can speak. And I mean, it's so little, like I can book a hotel room. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the most it. important thing. I know, Where's I know, the bathroom? <laughs> nope, don't even know that one. I'm like, well. Hopefully the hotel room has one. Yeah. You don't have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> the shower. Like I want a shower my oh, in the room with the shower. A vec douche shower. There you go. That's what that means, guys. There you with go. Shower. Bada bing. Um again, we'll love to have you back. I yeah, can't wait. And thank you so much. I've loved it. And again, thank you so much for having me and for having my boy. Absolutely. Who I think at one point got through Legos, or I don't even know what that is. But I'm just like, yeah, that look on your face of, I'm not going to yell. It adds character to the show. Listen, every every time I do an interview, I know you've heard it. We, we're yeah. like, we are less than a football field from 
the train track. Oh, but I love trains. So like that. So you get the to, horn yeah, in the background. Yeah. You get the chug a lug. And nine times out of ten, an ambulance, fire truck, or police yeah. car will scream by the front door. So we have all the wonderful sounds. You remember that David Gray album, you know, uh, with Babylon and Bab- you can hear all the. If you really turn it up loud, because it mm-hmm. was like recorded with the windows open. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think Sam Hunt did one like yeah. that where he's country guy. Yeah. He, um, he's actually from Cedartown, which is really, oh, really? cool. And uh, if you listen to, I think, I think I know one song by him, they recorded it in like just this guy's bedroom. So you had cats outside, you had dogs barking. Mm-hmm. You could hear a lot of stuff, but you really had to crank it to hear it. Well, you could probably do that with my song "Circle." Um, that that that's out right now, that I'm, I'm very very proud of. I recorded the vocal in my bedroom oh. last year around this time. Nice. So my friend uh, Matt, uh, Matt 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 Gary and I, it's just the two of us. And then you know you could hear somebody watching <laughs> the apartment wall. I was like, hey man, you're gonna have to stop because like <laughs> we're not gonna be able to record like this. Or the kids run in. Hey mom, can I go outside and play ball? Yes. Just yes, go, just, just go. go, just go. Let me finish this, please. Yep. But yeah, so that's always really cool. I can't tell you how many I've done at, at home. Yeah. And I have an indoor blue healer. He'll stay in the house. Most of the time he sleeps. Yeah. But as soon as I start an interview, he goes over to his water bowl, puts his whole head in, and makes as much noise as possible. And then he moves thing, yeah. over to his dry dog food. It's like crunch, crunch. I'm like, you've been asleep all morning. And you choose now to wake up. Yeah, because dad, you've got to pay attention at that moment in this moment right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let me pause my interview yeah. of these people who took time out of their day to let you outside. Mm-hmm. Go back to sleep. <laughs> it's like just just wanting to make sure that you know that I am still important. The dog is what that's what the dog was saying. Yes. Yes. If he was here, he'd be right there. <laughs> Oh, actually, my kid would be over like it's dog. Papa's a dog. Or my, he does the same thing over a baby. Like he freaked out of the baby in front of us in, on the on the plane. So I know I'm raising my kids in the right way. You know. There you go. That my my goal is to raise them LGBTQ. You know, uh, aware and colorblind, genderblind. Just you know, just raise them. People are people. Love people for who they are. Exactly. Exactly. Tell everybody where they can find you on all the socials. All right, so if you want the song, my Christmas song, and my uh, my Christmas song, and uh, my song Circle, uh, you can find them anywhere that you like to stream. It'll be under Emily Irene Glazner. Irene will one day be removed, not from me, because that is my middle name. But, you know, uh, when people try to infringe on your music, you have to change things up and move things around. So you want to find me on Emily, I- <laughs> Emily Irene Glazner. Uh and that 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 would be wonderful. I'd love to to have you come hang out with me on Twitter. I love Twitter. I am a Twitter fool. So it's at Emily underscore Glazner, and uh, on Instagram I'm uh, at Emily Lou Glaze. I, I like that one. It makes yeah, me smile. And Emily Glazner uh, on Facebook. And you'll find me on most of those places. I got these cool pink glasses, and I'm walking through North Shields, like uh, Billy Mill Road. At that, that's where I am in that picture. So. Uh, yeah, check me out. Check check the music out. Um, I am all about uplifting other people. You know, I can write a sad song. I can write a happy song. Or I can just write a song about life. But everything I want to do, I don't want to bring people down. I want them to know that this is life and, and we get through it. I am a widowed mother of three. I have two stepsons. So really, in a lot of ways, I've got five kids. You know, I'm still a huge uh, influence in their life and they are in my life. They're 25, 20, and then I've got 20, 13, and 9. I've got all boys. And, you know, life makes weird turns. I'm raising them all by myself. The, the, the three are a lot older. but uh, And it doesn't end. It Things get better. And you just have to find the good where you are. That's my hashtag, by the way. It's my favorite hashtag. I think everybody should use it with positive things. Hashtag all in one big thing, but each word with a capital letter because I'm weird like that. Find the good where you are. Because even if there's something terrible going on, the good thing is you realize what it is and you can move on from that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, thank you so much and uh, be careful on your way home. Thank you. I will. (laughs) 